always going to the moon, but it's draped in gold, baby. Your one-stop shop for NXT UK and NXT recap review content. My name is Lobo Boys, and I'm so glad to be a part of the festivities this week and every week. One, it's my birthday tomorrow. Hey, and two, a lot of things happen on both black and gold and black and red. That's still a weird thing to say, Brands, but I'm not alone. As always, I'm being joined by the head correspondent for Wrestling Inc.'s Raw After Show, and not to mention Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, the real Jack Farmer. How's it going? If we're going to have the black and red brand, we need the black and the white brand. The NWO is just criminally overlooked right now. And I, for one, am sick of it. <laughs> it's hot tape. <laughs> you want to go back in time and have it fixed? Like, I what do you want me to do? <laughs> it's, uh, I, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that we have a, a black. Why isn't it? It should be gold of any kind if it's going to be NXT UK, right? I mean, I, I think because the backgrounds and all the, the video packages and you know, the songs playing is all red and black and there's a, a splash of gold, but it is kind of weird to say red and black, but when it's raw, right, on Monday nights. Which is the red and the white, I guess. Is it? I feel raw is red. <laughs> you know, red. Yeah, it's true. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I just know we need an NWO brand and we need it sooner rather than later. I am sick of waiting. Oh, man, it's not going to happen. But speaking of things that are not going to happen, uh, I guess we're not getting that Rampage Brown 2. A main event of NXT UK was a number one contenders matchup for Walters NXT <clears throat> United Kingdom Championship. Rampage Brown, Joe Coffey, and Ilya Dragunov. But, well, in a hard-hitting match, which seems to be also an understatement and the truth, <laughs> Ilya Dragunov is moving on. Thoughts about the match, Jack, over top? You said on Twitter that human flesh isn't made to be in matches like this. I'm going to correct you. I would say monster trucks aren't made to be in matches like this. We got to quit saying that these are work horses. These are like work oxes just coming in <laughs> and tilling the land. It, these guys, every time they're out there, I know they don't have matches every single week, and thank God for that. They'd probably be dead at this point, but <laughs> they – they every time one of these three guys is out there, you know, you're getting a match that's going to go the distance and it's going to be hard hitting and people are going to tear each other apart. And that is exactly what we got. This was about as rough and tough as you could get. And it delivered on all fronts. Again, I know some people just watch this show to hear us talk about the American version of NXT. But if you're missing NXT UK, you are missing out. I did want to say at the end here with with Walter, the ring general coming in. It reminded me of this episode of South Park I saw a long time ago where the boys sneak into Cartman's room while Cartman's sleeping and Cartman's lying there asleep and Kyle says, quick, let's knock him out first. And they start <laughs> punching him in his sleep. Yeah. It felt kind of like that when Walter knocks out Dragunov and then chokes him out. Right. <laughs> so right. Like, He's already dead. What are you doing? <laughs> I have to make sure I'm very thorough. <laughs> well, the question I have with the results of it is Ilya Dragunov won the matchup. Was it surprising? I, none of these guys winning would be surprising. And all of these guys winning would be surprising. Kennedy, sure. your point about it being an understatement and true at the same time, because the fact that he was able to get one over on either of these two guys is incredible. But anyone who's watched Dragunov over the past year knows that he doesn't lose except for one time to Walter. I think that's the only time he's lost since they've opened back up. Yeah. And it, that was about as close to Walter losing as you could get. Now, uh, 
now I think we have a match coming up that is going to be Camp Niss, but I I think we also find ourselves in a position where Rampage and Coffee might say to themselves, we didn't actually settle anything in this match. We have another opportunity to prove who the better of the two of us are. That's definitely true. But the bigger issue is uh, Walter. Currently, as of this recording, 811 days as NXT UK champion. Does it end sooner rather than later? You're talking about how many days he's been championing. My question to you, Flobo, is how high can you count? Because it's going to keep <laughs> on going. And we're going to get to a test here. Well, eventually, we're going to say to ourselves, what number comes next? Because that championship reign is going to go on forever. I will never count out Walter. I'm always going to assume he wins. And I'm always going to be right. Just like I always assume Tom Brady's going to win. I'm always going to assume Walter's going to win. No one's stopping him. And we saw the way he just dominated Dragunov after the match. I think it's going to happen again that way. Got to give a shout out to people in the chat that are watching live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch all over. And uh, what up, Adam? Can't wait to hang with you tomorrow. And uh, yeah, man, I'm an old man. That's what I am. And of course, Elliot, you know, newcomer, give or take, girl. I'm so glad you're with us here, hanging out here, draped in gold. Listen to how many times Jack is wrong in one episode. Uh, yeah, but I do yeah, agree your birthday. Your birthday tomorrow, but you're gonna be what 27, 28? I oh yeah, I wish I was 27. I'm an old man, Jack. And I know I, I want to say I'm the same age as you, but then I got to reveal your age, so I can't possibly do it. So, I so you're about 27, 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been 27 the past 15 years. Uh, that's that's yeah. pretty much how it's gonna But yeah, the, the match here, if you guys have not watched NXT UK, because I know for a lot of people it comes at an awkward time during the day, go back, check it out. It's I do think it's a it's a portfolio of these reopened matches from NXT, especially the main events. You got to check out. It's just been that good. Uh, what up, Lamp? Thanks for rolling with us. Thanks for interacting with us on Twitter, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's talk about the top of the show today. Mark Coffey, uh, which is usually the person who gets considered like not as often as Wolfgang and Joe. Even though I would say Wolfgang is a third man, I do think Mark Coffey doesn't get enough praise but he should in a match against Saw Shambles. It wasn't really much of a match. It was a bar fight in the middle of the ring, but it opened up NXT UK and told us we're going to be in for a tough one. Jack Farmer, Mark Coffey, underrated? I think so. I think that's fair to say. This, this match, if you first were turning into NXT UK for the first time, this is that perfect example of NXT UK isn't about the razzle and dazzle, but it is about the stake and the sizzle. These guys just beating the tar out of each other. And I think to your point about uh, Mark Coffey, definitely underrated, I think because he shares last name, he gets compared to Joe Coffey, who's kind of been the front man of that band for a while. I felt bad for Shaw Samuels, though. This guy was a guy who was just trying to enjoy his magazine, enjoy his crossword puzzles or whatever it is he's doing. And then Mark Coffey gives him a hard time, and now he's fighting for his life. I think Shaw Samuels proved just how tough he is, but... Lobo, the long story here, the big thing that is going to happen, and this is an issue. This is an issue that they're not addressing, but they need to very soon. They need to. I can, I don't think this group can survive the trajectory they're on. Because right now, also, Joe Coffey, the leader of the group, the guy that has kind of been the figurehead, now he took a loss tonight. The other two, they're 1-0 in singles competition. So they've got to be looking at him saying, how come you're the one getting the title shots? How come you're the one in the number one contender match? You're losing. We win. 
And then eventually those two are going to have to say, look, the only thing between us stopping one of us from getting a title shot is each other. They're going to have to have a match. And you look at those guys, you look at Gallus, they have egos that will not allow them to say that someone else in the group is the better of the three. So this is a problem that is going to come to a head very quickly if someone, and I'm looking at Joe Coffey because he's the figurehead, needs to do something about this very quickly. I don't want to hear a word of you stirring that pot for the sake of stirring that pot. Did you not see that three-man handshake you do every week? That is a unit. That is a bonds. I'm not worried about so much wins and losses right now. I don't think we're at the point in time where Gas is like, are we on top? And we should probably go our own different directions. But I don't like the fact they're sitting there sniveling in the corner trying to break things up, man. The, the orchestra of this thing. I just look at I just look at these things. And like I said, if I'm Wolfgang, I'm thinking, I just beat Sam Gradwell last week. What did Joe Coffey do? He lost. If I'm Mark Coffey, I'm saying to myself, I just beat Shaw Samuels this week. What did the other Coffey do? He lost. <laughs> the other Coffey. I, I think that I mean, at what point eventually, if these guys keep winning, either one of them is gonna lose and then one of them is gonna assume dominance. Or eventually, they're going to get to a point where they climb the rankings and there is a title shot. And once that happens, it's too late. Once they're both eyeing the NXT UK championship, it's too late to change things. But right now, if Joe Coffey gets involved and settles things and gets them back as a tag team, as a unit, maybe he could save this group. But if he doesn't, this is going to be one of those groups we look back on, much like Evolution, and say they were a team that was too successful for their own good. Oh, doom and gloom, bro. Uh, <laughs> says Joe Coffey, the Iron King defeated Rampage Brown. Dang it, don't forget that. How could you? That was a hard hitting. That was a slapper as well. And Joseph Boza, it's been a while, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Says Gals is one of those acts <clears throat> NXT UK that's still trying to find their footing after NXT UK was shut down for about 250 days because of it. Well, to be fair, a lot of acts had to find that. I mean, if you go back to right before the shutdown, there, there's a lot of characters that I was on board with I didn't see like candy floss for example i mean since the restart you don't see much of her at, at all you know and, and i do think that gals had a little bit of a stumbling out of the gate but they're consistently the top like i think of like that brand and i say who should i watch i'm like well walter Dragonov, gals is pretty cool like they're in that conversation at least for me i'm not sure how you are jack but we, we can't we can't keep giving gals a pass here everyone else <laughs> had the same they had the same situation you think walter and imperium didn't have to get restarted after 250 days off you think a kid got to use that as an excuse when he got thrown into the heritage cup tournament you think tyler bates sitting around going hey i had to find my footing for a little bit rampage wasn't saying that dragonov wasn't saying that Everyone else had the same situation. I don't let Gallus use it as an excuse. If anything, having the camaraderie through the break should have made them stronger, not weaker. So I don't buy that for a minute. I don't like the fact you woke up one day and chose violence. Uh, <laughs> Lamb also adds, this is a short time we never got Balor versus Walter. And we never got Flobo versus Jack either, the way he's going today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was say, if we're going to watch NXT UK, you, you have to choose violence. Did you see that main event? Yes, That's yes. Everyone got welts on their body. <laughs> That's all there is is violence. <laughs> but uh, speaking of violence, especially in the women's division, Steve Turner had a match against Lauren DeMatteo in a, a very interesting uh, mm -hmm. matchup to, for a couple reasons. One, it's been a while since we've seen Steve Turner on the show. It's been a bit of an extended hiatus for her. She did pretty well here. But I'm sensing a bit of a mean streak, Jack. This is not the same Steve Turner we saw the last two times. What gives? 
I love Stevie Turner with her Fortnite look. Very, uh, I think the youth will like that look a lot. People who aren't having birthdays, like uh, Flo those non twenty seven year olds. Those totally non twenty seven. She does have a look though. She jumps out of the screen at you. I think I like that vicious side of her. I like those pump kicks she was throwing. I you like would. that finishing move she was doing. She stood out to me. I really enjoyed it. I think that she's got big things coming her way. And right now, with a new women's champion over in the NXT UK brand. She's smart in trying to find a way to become a front runner to become one of the first challengers to that title. So I think right now, if I'm one of the managers working with Stevie Turner, I'm saying to myself, you're doing great. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're executing very well. And this was a perfect, perfect way for her to come back. I'm actually kind of disappointed, Jack. I thought you were trying to work in a Kushida reference and they looked all futuristic, but I didn't get it. <laughs> well, she's from the future. Kushida's from all different times. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> My birthday is not complete. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, but let's talk about Laura DiMatteo. I think it's her debut. They mentioned as much. Uh, was on the losing end of things. We know in NXT UK, it is about being on the losing end because you don't really win matches. You survive them. Uh, thoughts about the prospects for Laura DiMatteo? She, you know, it's it's so rare when you watch as much pro wrestling as you and I do that you can watch a wrestler and they can teach you something new that you never knew before. And I thought, uh, you know, Laura, she taught me something today. And it's also very interesting. Someone who you don't see on TV regularly teaching something. And I learned something from her today that uh, I didn't know about pro wrestling. It was very fascinating to me. And is that uh, females also see look weird when they don't wear knee pads. And <laughs> it's I, true. Mickey, what are you doing? <laughs> put, put on the knee pads. Uh, you're, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna hurt your knees. Like that was, it was it weird me out the whole time. It, it is weird. Like there's, there's certain things that make you go, Ooh, and like, and thankfully Cody Rhodes said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear pants. So you don't have to see me wear the knee pads. But when you wrestle without knee pads, you're like, how do I am? I'm literally in my chair, my legs propped up because I hyperstended my knee. So, of course, I'm cringing every single time someone's getting hip-tossed on the ground. Yeah, it's just a weird look. I, I don't get it. For some reason, Matt Riddle gets away with it, I think, because he's not wearing shoes. But yeah. uh, it's for the whole time, I was like, ah, put on some knee pads. Come on, just stop the match. Put on knee pads. <laughs> oh, the ref don't have the X. <laughs> You're not protected. <laughs> I thought it was a cool match on their end. I, I love Stevie Turner. I, I like Stevie Turner. I want to see more of Stevie Turner. Give her all the championship opportunities. This might be, I don't want to say the second wave of the restart, but definitely I can definitely see her as being in the uh, the conversation for more matchups on the line. And Laura DiMatteo looks very uh, alpha build. You know, the match mm -hmm. was great. I think she has the moves. Her look will work over time when she gets more into herself. And uh, I think Lam had compared uh, to Diana Perazzo. I see that on some level, you know, she's very, uh, what's the word? Brunette. <laughs> I had hair once. I wouldn't know. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. definitely the evolution that has to happen on screen. Um, yeah. so I was wondering, we talked about the alpha build. Do you think that maybe it's because she was in the ring with someone who has such a standout look as Stevie Turner, that maybe that's why in the, the contrast seemed like there, like if she was in the ring with someone who has a, a simpler uh, outfit configuration, yeah. would we have felt yeah. that way? I, you know, I'm glad you asked that question because the answer is ultimately no. Uh, if you want my opinion, there is a bit of seasoning that comes with being comfortable in your own skin, and it doesn't necessarily matter what you wear. Um, and I and I go back to my my stand up comedy days when we first start doing stand up and we try to do cool jackets or like or any kind of tassels or whatever or something with glitter to stand out. You can tell who's trying that out because you're like. Is my character going to fit into what I want to present? But there's a time where you do it often where it becomes like a thing. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, who wears short tights? Uh, uh, Mandy Rose does. And you don't have that same feeling at all. It's like, okay, whatever. It's Mandy Rose. I think it just comes with being on TV and experience. Uh, but yeah, I'm right. When your opponent's like wearing silver, <laughs> yeah. like out of the future, it's hard to compare it. But, right. Uh, Lamb also agrees, man. Knee pads, knee pads. Yo, just tell a friend. Let's wear all the joint pads, man. It's, yeah. Or Tiger Bomb. It's one of those things. All of them. I'd look like Ahmed Johnson if I was in there with like knee pads on my thighs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy... He made it cool in a weird, uncool way. He made it cool. Yeah. No, I loved it. I loved it how he had pads. It, as a kid, I liked it. Now when I see him, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> man. Put over plunge. Before we get to our next match here at NXT UK, I have a couple questions, man. Maybe they're not quite burning questions, but uh, Blair Davenport, mysterious signing. Wizards are happening? I don't know what's going on, Jack. Help me. Yeah, I was very interested in this. This looked like someone who could be very interesting. That uh, jacket looked really cool. I don't know who it is. In fact, I felt bad. I Googled Blair Davenport to see if it was someone I'm supposed to know, but apparently it's a name that was recently trademarked. So could be someone I know, but I don't know who it is just yet. Uh, but I do. Th- I love the. I love the jacket that was being worn. I love the confidential signing. This is one of those things that NXT UK does so well, where they take something that again could just be very simple and not that special and making it seem very interesting i'm curious who is this who's signing the confidential signing what is their thing who is blair davenport this episode by the way really showcased the nxt uk women's division oh absolutely and i I do like the fact we were talking about the whole mysterious signing thing that there is a lot less time on nxt uk based on the runtime and so there is like a song and dance of trying to get talent on screen and making sure you don't forget about talent and sometimes to my frustration they forget about characters like i think off air a couple weeks ago i was kind of frustrated of how often we've seen symbiosis if they had the upgrade personally mm-hmm. but when you have these new characters now i want to see what blair davenport's about if someone came out and was like hi i'm blair i'm like meh that's it's it's fine <laughs> it's right cool. It's it's very. Uh, I was thinking about this today with the one hour and everything they give you in one hour. This is just the most unfiltered, pure dose of pro wrestling hour you get. I think from a from a national network, you know, big network company. I would say. True. I want to see what Elliot said earlier. Jack's winning all the protection when all the fact that he joins turns on him. I couldn't see this coming. <laughs> Shop. <laughs> It'll be one of those things where I'm in the middle of the ring and they're hitting me and I stumble into the other group and then they hit me and I stumble into the other group. <laughs> Dude, that'd be the best of the call. It's Sammy Guevara to Walter. What's going what? on? <laughs> yes, because that yeah. would be what opens the forbidden door. It's me. on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick his ass. <laughs> uh, speaking of people kicking ass, we got your boy Kenny Williams being all scumbaggy. Look, staring down Nathan Frazier. This two guys are on a collision course, but I'm for what I'm on board. What, what say you? So here you have Mark Coffey picking fights with a guy just trying to enjoy his crossword puzzle. And you're like, he's <laughs> underrated where you've got Kenny Williams saying things like, hey, we should have an actual match instead of just you know, you practicing, maybe you can improve your skills and we can work with like each other. And, he did not you know, say it like that. I believe, I believe the phrase was iron sharpens iron at one oh point. And God. then that did you, not do- <laughs> you call him a horrible person. I just, he called himself a scumbag. That's his, that's his, he called himself that. No, that's he him. said, he said when people like you think he's a scumbag, he doesn't yes. have to pretend he's not. That's also fair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh, I think this is going to be a great matchup. That's definitely going to happen because uh, this is, 
these are two guys that aren't going to back down. And now that it's even out there in the air, it's a match yeah. that's going to happen. I think they're going to have a great match. They're two guys who just have incredible win records at this point. And I think their styles are going to match really well. I think this is going to be one of those things that is a standout fun match for us to get to watch. I'm excited for it. I know you would root for the bad guys. Uh, but speaking Rooting of bad, for the guys, bad guys, he politely asked for a match. I'm sorry. Politely. This wasn't, uh, this wasn't NXT prime where he gets attacked in the back at, in the parking lot. Instead, oh, whatever. Does, Cause when Nina Samuels did it a couple months ago, you praised that too. Which one is uh, it? Jack? Ken Williams. I'm sure he was like, Hey, if you accept, I'll go run this to the general manager using the proper forums and we'll see if it gets approved. And I think that that's how it's done over in NXT UK. Cause they do things the right way. And that's how Kenny Williams has always done things the right way. Yeah, they're all classy as hell out there. Uh, our last match of the night was Oliver Carter avenging the fallen Ashton Smith, my boy, uh, against Tioman. Uh, the match itself was one thing Jack can go into it for sure, but the way it ended, I got questions. What? <laughs> That's my first question. <laughs> what? What a what a daytime Emmy winning journalistic question. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> uh, <so> we. <laughs> Uh, we uh so there's a there's so much that happened with this match here um right off the bat teal man like he's he's undefeated i don't think anyone's beaten him but beyond that he doesn't just beat people every person he has had a match with has ended up on the shelf or changing who they were as a person us wrestling fans we like to talk about the fiend and all these other big characters that change people but this is the guy that really makes it happen this is the guy that gets in your head breaks your arms and then changes who you are oliver carter thanks for finally showing up to defend your friend by yeah, the it took way. about a month and a half it was weird right <laughs> I'll get to that later. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know where he's been for so long, but and then of course now it looks like we have a new tag team on the horizon. And again, I don't want to jump all over the place because I know we want to talk about this probably for a minute, and you've got a few questions. But is it just me, or does it seem like ever since Pretty Deadly became the tag team champions, all the regular tag team champions or champ or tag teams, they're nowhere to be found. They're all gone. They're all trying singles competition and doing other things. They seem to say, you know what? Maybe we should do something else. I think it's because all these tag teams know that Pretty Deadly is going to be the tag team champions for a pretty long time. What up, Charlene? She says, Flobito knows how to ask the question no one wants to answer, but you want to know. Jack, why are you a jerk? That's the question <laughs> I have. <laughs> Charlene, he asked what? <laughs> that's right that's high class journalism that's what that was. i want to see the next pre like presidential press conference and someone just stands up hi flow my voice draped in gold uh, my question is what <laughs> well now that you answer that good question uh so, so Rohan roger shows up and it looks like he was going to get his revenge for someone that broke his arm but joining the person that does it now i know jagger going on somehow rationale this stuff away but he broke his arm why why you just rationaled it for me he broke That's his arm right. he broke his arm i wouldn't want to get in the ring with him and fight him again i'd be like Aww. man you're very dangerous i want to be on your side <laughs> i want to be on your team you're a uh, wuss why would you I, do that <laughs> defend your honor man defend your honor a wuss i'm a survivor flobo i say this guy's breaking people's arms left and right leaving them changed i think this is going to be a very difficult tag team to get across and 
I have a feeling it's going to be another month or so before your favorite tag team, uh, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter, get back together to try to face these two because I think they're both going to look at each other saying, I don't think we're ready. You're probably right. Uh, Lamb has a good question, though. Bold, or bold prediction, actually. I think Flash and Andrews or Ashton and Oliver will become the next champions. Mm. I don't know about all that. I I think, you know, much like Walter being the champion forever, I feel like pretty deadly are going to be the champions for about as long as you can be. Is there a better combination of speed, strength, skill, and good looks than pretty deadly, by the way? Did you see him in that stairwell, even making the dirty, gross uh, hangout of subculture just look awesome was standing there? It was weird. They, they like grown men and women going to a staircase to hang out. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, smoke cigarettes <laughs> yeah exactly gym class it's like hanging up uh what up flap thanks for coming by appreciate it uh jack before i move over to nxc prime any last final words about nxc uk this week just another great episode this one was definitely this is a good one to check out if you've never watched nxc uk because it was a little bit of everything i, I made the comment earlier it's not as much razzle dazzle it's more steak and sizzle but this actually had a lot of fun, a lot of entertaining stuff in it, whether it be Isla Dawn using some witchcraft, or maybe the witchcraft is using Isla oh, yeah. Dawn at this point, uh, whether it be the new signing and the mystery there, the hard-hitting main event. You have good-looking pretty deadly. You have subculture in the wings. A lot of stuff happened that was very entertaining beyond just hard-nosed wrestling. Lots of happened. Good-looking pretty deadly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not much of an action word, but it, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, pretty, so get... pretty deadly is a verb. Yeah, apparently. Uh, hopefully, we'll get more uh, enlightened on the Isla Dawn situation. But before we move on to NXT Prime, uh, we got some merch uh, to the Draped in Gold offices, Jack. Did we really? Yeah, check us out. I'm going to put the big screen on. So, you guys, if you guys like me, you hate playing games. But one of the games I do play is a game called Cards Against Humanity. Basically, you play the card games, you laugh and stuff. Well, the good people at Smack Talk Showdown just sent me a copy of their game. It's actually like Cards Against Humanity, but you build promos and you get to, like, talk to people and talk smack with them. We will come in handy because usually I talk smack to Jack and I have to like, think of things to say. But with this, I could totally do it. I'm just checking out and if you guys are interested. It's actually at smacktalkshowdown.com. I haven't opened it up yet. I won't let Jack play because he's a jerk. Uh, but when I do, I'll let you know what I think about it. Smack Talk Showdown, that is an amazing game. I know it really well. Half of my highlight reel is me just reading off the cards from that <laughs> game. So it's a great thing to have. I recommend anyone check it out who's uh, who's interested in Cards Against Humanity or is a wrestling fan or if you're both. It's great. It's fun. Definitely go check it out. Those guys are amazing. Yes, they are. Let's talk about NXT Prime. Main event first because I have all the questions about that one. <clears throat> Kushida, the present Kushida. Thank you for clarifying. Against Cool Kyle O'Reilly. And the match itself was great. We can get to the ending first if you like, but let's talk about the match if you like. I gave you the it's Jack's choice here because I have questions for you with both of these. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on. I didn't like the way that they didn't mention this was non-title until the end. Or at least maybe I didn't catch it. Uh, but I feel like I don't like it when a champion is in a match and they don't have the title on the line. What are you doing? Also, I'm also very disappointed in Kushida because he's a liar. Did you notice how much he lied today? He says, I'm going to have an open challenge every single week. And then right. suddenly Kyle O'Reilly's here. I'm not doing the open challenge this week. Come on, Kushida. You're better than that. 
So hold on. So you expected Kushida to have a match in the first hour and wrestle again the main event? I'm just saying, don't say you're going to have an open challenge every single week and then decide one week you're not going to willy-nilly. He Can he deliver. make it up next week? He didn't follow through. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. He's a liar and a cheat, and you can't trust Kushida. Kushida, I think we should call him. That just sounds hard to pronounce. Why would I do that? Uh, <laughs> it's a tough match. Kyle Riley is no slouch, man. He's a former number one contender. I would take the weekend off, too. Frankly, when's the last time the 24-7 title was defended? It, take a break. It happens. It's part of wrestling, man. It's being defended as we speak, Flobo. The 24-7 <laughs> title is never off, never not being defended. You lie. <laughs> you, you lie. Uh, I, I thought the best somewhere, was somewhere now, Tazawa's running around just fighting off challenger after challenger, I'm sure. Oh, that sounds like a whole backstory. I used, I used to run for the title, but then I was traded to SmackDown. What do I do now? <laughs> What's my purpose? <laughs> That would actually be a fun little setup if they just showed him one day, like backstage, just a pile of knocked out people around him, fighting them off one by one. <laughs> right. This is old times. Like, old like, times. A, like Jet Lee in the one or something. Just like everyone, <laughs> like him just taking out everyone who's coming after him. I don't know. That's like a hot, like a uh, short film. Joseph Bosa says it took me to realize that it was a non title cruiserweight main event between these two. It was a fun match. I'm, I'm down to agree it was fun until how it ended. Diamond Mine, a group that I was begging Jack to tell me what the heck it was, finally makes their debut. Um, and, well, uh, it's Tyler Russ, Roderick Strong, Hideki Suzuki, and Malcolm Bivens laying waste to Kushida. I got two questions. One, hey, Roddy's back. That's cool, right? And two, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, it the, the thing that was one, I love Roddy back. I love his haircut. I think he looks great. He's always been one of the most underestimated wrestlers in NXT. So I'm glad he's getting his time to shine. And it's so amazing that we have Diamond Mine here. And it was, it's almost like the sixth sense. We were all wondering, what is it? What is it? What is it? And then when it debuts, we all realize, of course, that's what it is. Tyler was the diamond in the rust. He was the, they've used the phrase diamond. We should have thought about that from the very beginning. Of course, this fits. Of yeah. course, this makes sense. Fair. So I loved that. That was such a well-executed thing. I love Roderick Strong finally getting a group of his own. And right now, in a lot of ways, when you look at the breakup of the Undisputed Era and how well they're doing on their own, Roderick Strong may have just skyrocketed to the top of that list. I was a it was interesting though. You notice the crowd didn't know how to respond. They were getting booze and the crowd. Back. I don't know how to respond. Oh, how did you respond? Well, I don't want to cut you off your point. You're saying I don't. No, wanna... I, was, I mean, that was basically it. I thought that um, you know, I, I the crowd was both cheering for Roderick being back and booing the fact that they attacked Kushida. The fact that you can attack Kushida, someone who's so well respected and so well loved by the crowd. And they're still kind of cheering you, I think, shows just how powerful and how well-liked Roderick Strong always has been. I I, I want I, – I hate that people say this, but I wanted to like it. Diamond Mine had those promos for weeks. I didn't know what to expect. I actually thought it was going to be a female faction, a women's faction. Um, 
it, it was okay. You have to make a statement here, and we're getting more factions in wrestling in general, especially NXT with Hit Row and all that, and that's great. But I've, I feel like I've seen this flavor before. Like I've, I've seen Imperium. I've seen Thatcher's Thatch Can. I've seen Catch Point with Drew Gulak. I know it's only one mm. thing. They need to cut a promo, but I am not impressed. And more importantly, we knew what Tyler Russ was or Roderick Strong was, but I had no idea or no reason to really care in this instance, in this world, what Adeki Suzuki was doing. I could actually look at look him up like who who's that guy um I, again it's kind of early to call it but i don't think that'd be the right time to debut it but hey look man if they're cutting checks then that's fine with me i think that's the thing it's this is where we i've i've got to wag my finger at all of us fans of pro wrestling i gotta wag, wag my finger at you flobo because for weeks we're like what is diamond mine go I ahead wag it, baby. i need to know what is diamond mine who is it what's it gonna be they finally come and then everyone's like i don't know what to think uh maybe we need more time maybe we need to get more stuff you you've been begging if you wanted to give them more time if it's not the right time why have we been asking for so long by the way and joseph bows in the chat i can see what you're saying thinking who it might be involved with who might be there? Maybe a certain women's competitor that they thought may have been signed. If you think it's going to be an unsigned person debuting and it doesn't happen to be that rare one-off surprise thing and you're disappointed, the only person you have to blame is yourself. No one promised it was going to be a new signing. No one promised it was going to be some person hot off of the free agency list. If that's what you got yourself hyped up for and you got disappointed, you only disappointed disappointed yourself it's your fault wow um yeah i guess i guess because maybe because kushida is someone that people respect but i think people would have liked kyle o'reilly so to be in a match with kyle o'reilly featuring a, a wrestler a superstar in a former faction and not touching him just lays a lot of questions like i said gotta wait a couple weeks to know what their thing is but as it is right now i was a bit confused but elliot agrees with you Jack is right. I, we are entitled. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i glad he didn't pick a fight with Kyle O'Reilly because I'm glad that they're going in different directions. I don't want people – I don't want everyone to have these same fights. Like I would be very bummed out if we found out that it was going to be Kyle O'Reilly versus Bobby Fish and uh, – or uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish versus Adam Cole. I'm kind of bummed we're getting Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. They're going to tear it up. I'm going to – you know, it's going to be a great match, but – I want to see them go their separate ways. We've watched them interact with each other for a long time now. Let's let these butterflies fly. That's deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about flying almost in a cruiserweight matchup in his own right. Adam Cole, baby, had a match with Carmelo Hayes on his half of the pick your own opponent thing. Well, Adam Cole didn't really pick Carmelo. Carmelo kind of stepped up and said ruthless aggression. Uh, the match was dope. Uh, I want to say that... Uh, Wade Barrett called him a generational talent, which I thought was pretty solid. Jack Farmer, Adam Cole picking Carmelo Hayes, the matchup, and all the fallout regards that. One of the biggest things that I thought was the takeaway was that you have Adam Cole come to the ring and cut a promo, and it's a masterclass, as always, whenever Adam Cole gets on a microphone. And then Carmelo Hayes comes out also on a microphone. And I want to give a shout out to the guts and the gumption it takes to work a microphone right after Adam Cole, baby, just did. That shows confidence. That shows charisma. That shows you have everything it takes to be a superstar. So right 
off the bat. Even if I'd never seen him before, I'd say this guy's got the goods. I was glad to see that. I thought in the ring, he absolutely shined. I think he did everything he needed to do. I agree with Wade Barrett. Seems very generational here. He's got the look, got the size, got the speed, got everything you want. Uh, I was very impressed by Carmelo Hayes. Adam Cole always does good, but uh, I feel like that's a given. I think Carmelo's the one that stepped up. I agree with you. Uh, I'm liking the the Zoe Stark method of just putting someone in the deep end, see if they can swim. And you can't do it with everybody, but if you know someone has their skills that can work for them, then why not? Um, my 2K mind was like, wait, Adam Cole won with the signature move, not his finisher. But I guess it doesn't matter when it's all said and done because Carmelo made the bigger impression tonight, I thought, or this week. Yeah, that was an interesting uh interesting thing there but lots of really cool moments in this match i love the springboard into the super kick i don't care how many super kicks we see i don't care how many times a thigh gets slapped i loved it it was great i'm here for it speaking of slapping things the way had a match against dunn and lorkin which the first question i have off the bat is i guess they're rolling together still despite the fact that pat mcavee's gone to smackdown all right cool gargano beats only lorkin which you know, I kind of saw it coming because Gargano is that good. He's not cuckoo bananas, as you say. Um, definitely the highlight for me is Wade Barrett saying that Pete Dunn's face looked like a smack backside. Thoughts <laughs> about the match, Jack? Wade Barrett is just a national treasure, whether it be this nation or the nation he's originally from. They're just a treasure in both nations, I'd say. Uh, so good in commentary. Uh, I, I am so much more impressed by him than I thought I was going to be when he was first announced there. Not that I, he's not good on a microphone, but you know what I mean? You think, oh, yeah, so how's he fit in the system and all that? Yeah, but just really has blown me away. Uh, I think it's just a shame. You know, Gar Johnny Gargano comes out, makes a lot of very good points about being someone who should be getting an NXT title shot. And again, does everything the right way, goes to the boss, asks for the shot, does what he's supposed to do. He even tries to say, hey, uh, Regal, like you need to have your boy take care of some business. But Regal, instead of doing what he's supposed to do, says, why don't you and your injured friend, a man who had his fingers injured and you need your fingers to wrestle flow, but that's very important to Fire. do a lot of the big moves. Fingers and knee pads. They force him out into a match. And even though like that was unfair, they still found a way to use the heart and the courage and just gut out a win again. Johnny Gargano, if he's not the champion with the title around his waist, he's definitely the champion that lives in our hearts. Win more for the good guys. Elliot Fletcher agrees with you again. What a nice simple god Jack Gargano was. I do, I will say this. I I did I did LOL out loud. He's like, it takes an hour to get my gear on. I, I'm not ready. <laughs> I was just like, who says that? You know, I will fight you, but I can put my clothes on, you know. I mean, uh, isn't it a general manager's job to have some kind of schedule ready so that they can I, be prepared for matches? Not really. You just say match up two weeks from now, and then it's fall where they may. That's how you do a general manager if you're William Regal. Just well, then this should have been announced two weeks ago. Johnny Gargano had no time to prepare. And poor Austin Theory, again, with an injury to his fingers that I think would put most men on the shelf for three years. Uh, some never come back from an injured finger. Electra Lopez had a match against Frankie Monet, which is known as a world premiere encore, which is the first of its kind. I suppose. Uh, first thing, booting of the week, Electra. Woo! Uh, no, second thing is, Frankie Monet is here to stay, causing trouble backstage and causing trouble in the ring. Jack Farmer, there has been talk about the former Taya Valkyrie. 
They're saying, well, that's great. She gets to be signed to inside the WWE umbrella, but is this really the truest expression of Mattia? What she can do? Will she be, quote, unquote, watered down? Now, we've only seen her wrestle twice in NXT, but is that true or not? I think she's been great. I think we didn't put enough emphasis on how historic it was that a wrestler could debut twice that quickly and have not both possible, of them Jack, be that's so so memorable and so good that's frankie Fra i wonder it, uh, now mm -hmm. you know and i just talked about fans getting our hopes up when we shouldn't but is it too early to is it too early to think that maybe we could get a third debut that's just as big from frankie monet i thought they so. work it's it's it'd be historic it's unprecedented but i think we would get a third debut and i am here for it that the debuts don't work like that Unless you're talking about that Drew Barrymore movie, Fifty First Dates, you don't get a first impression more than once. We've seen her debut. Are you implying that we might get fifty debuts? I'm oh here for it, baby. I'm here not. for I, it, baby. I don't... <sighs> okay, fine. <laughs> what if we do get fifty debuts? Do we think that Frankie Monet can find a way to be different than Tyra Valkyrie, or is that a question that, as wrestling fans, we shouldn't even care about? I don't think we should care about it. I think we should just look at what we're getting in the ring and enjoy it. I thought this was more enjoyable than her first time out, to be totally honest with you. I felt like it felt more congruent. It felt more like a, a singular character. Last time we were watching, uh, you know, she was screaming a lot of Wera Loca stuff and that kind of thing. And this felt more Frankie Monet to me. I thought this was really well done. Her music is great, by the way. I love her music. Uh I think I think Frankie Monet's working in in every single way, shape, and form. And uh, if I'm uh, if I'm Robert Stone, I'm worried about Mrs. Steal Your Girls. <laughs> I, you know what? Week on week in week out on the show, you terrorize me. But it sucks that people are agreeing with you in the chat. And <laughs> it's totally <laughs> blowing my mind that now we're like, that's right, more Jack, bring him on. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> debuts before I quit out of anger. And uh, Lance has uh, three debuts where your Mick Foley had multi gimmicks. We want Dude Love just one more time. Oh, daddy, yeah. They really should do one more Dude Love. He didn't get enough love uh, through that's the end of the That's what I'm saying. Run. And I hate puns, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, because yeah, the other you know, Mick Cact, not to sidetrack, Mick Cactus and uh, Mankind all got tons of love, but uh, Dude Love kind of got forgotten in that group. Definitely like the the stepchild of the group. Definitely the Spike Dudley of the group. Yeah, it, it, it's horrible fact. For like a year, a year and a half, that was a song that would connect to my car when I would jump. See, so like, all right, I'm I'm going to the store, y'all. <laughs> oh gosh, no. Uh yeah, man. Gotta support, man. I hope they bring it back, man. Young Classic. I always say this. I said it on, on social media about two weeks ago. They should have a pay-per-view that crowds King of the Ring and May Young the same night. It will be dope. And uh Cabello says, Are we getting a Frankie versus Robert match? We could, only much of a match. <laughs> Frankie will kill him. She was trying yeah. to kill him. And I think Robert Stone would agree. Yeah. <laughs> my new loafers. Uh, Right. Uh, By the way, that suit today. I, I, Beth Phoenix called it. What was the crosshatch? Is it like a, a stretch thing? If he's going to work out after this, is he going to hit the gym afterwards? And just, well, it actually, there's a, there's actually a name for it. And it's, um, you know, as a suit guy, I know, uh, it, it depends on different, uh, what country you're in. And there's two different names for it. Kind of like how with, um, whiskey, there's two different spellings, depending on the country you're in. Um, okay. but, uh, the two different names for it are fashion and style, Flobo. They're both, it's fashion. Yes, there are foreign concepts to me, Jack. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> that style, I'm out, baby. I can't, I can't. <laughs> it's like cross chopping. I'm going to stress. It's weird. 
<laughs> that makes it even better. <laughs> Are you ready? Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, elsewhere, tag team action. Ever rise? They lie. They go on live one more time against Hit Rose, Adonis, and Top Dollar. Not not If you didn't know, now you know. Hit Row wins. Okay, Jack, walk me through this one. I love Ever Rise. I'm sorry. I, oh, they're I, great. I, I want to be all about Hit Row, but these guys just crack me up. This is such NXT. We need to give them some love about how well they're making funny things work on a serious show and how it's none of it feels corny. None of it feels forced. These guys are hilarious saying you can't you can't sneak up on someone. When you're dr- if you drink the mug, it'll give it away as they're wearing their <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh I love these two, and I don't know if I should hold my breath for them getting a title shot or a title win, but if they ever won the titles, I will lose my mind. I love these guys. I think much like Noam Dar over in NXT UK, I think these guys could have talk shows, and they'd be great. I think they're so funny. They work together so well. I, I love Ever Rise. Do you think that if you had a chance to be a tag team wrestler, would you be a comedy wrestler, or would you go for be the serious type? I'd probably be comedy because I don't have, I wouldn't be, no one would believe me enough to be the serious type. Fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely fair. Yeah. Uh, Elliot was getting with a little tidbit. I'm so glad they moved to YouTube because sometimes it gets hard to see the pings and all that stuff when it goes live. So if you haven't checked it, check it out, uh, make sure you do it. Get yourself a mug. Why not? Uh, yeah. But yes, I love them. They're great, but they had a match against Hit Row. Um, yeah, man. Talk about that side. I've, I've said I love Hit Row before. I still love Hit Row. I love the music, the vibe. I love everything they bring to the table. Uh, but if I could give some critique to the guy. What? I have to, I have to do it. And maybe it just opened my eyes seeing them clash with Everrise. But at some point, you got to put up or shut up. They seem to get in everyone's face and they talk about how tough they are, but they're quickly becoming that guy at the basketball court that keeps talking about how he's going to dunk on everyone. But then whenever someone says, let's, let's play, they go, Oh, my ankle's hurting me. Oh, I I can't play today. I got to be somewhere. They're becoming those guys that are a lot of talk, but not a lot of action. They've had two matches so far. And again, I love ever rise, but they're not exactly the top ranked team. You know what I mean? Uh, So it's, I think we're getting to a point where, you know, if you're going to keep talking like this, you got to step in there with old Bronson Reed. You got to step in there with old Santos Escobar. You got to start stepping in there with the guys who can do some damage. Otherwise, you're not the guy that's dropping the mic. You're just the guy in the background going, oh. Wow, Jack said not nada. Uh, I I don't want to be the poo poo guy and draped in gold, but I should be as honest as I can because we are fans of the product and we're fans of the show and all that. But here's the thing I had in my notes, and it's kind of crazy you said this already. Loaded question for Jack and his hair. Uh, why is Everrise more entertaining? Is it just me, or is it weird they're celebrating like they beat the champs? It's Everrise, bro. <laughs> like, but but yeah, I think you're right. But uh, yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah, they need. I mean, they need to have a match against Thatcher and Champa, and then start talking smack. You know, they got to have a match against MSK, and then start talking smack. Or again, whether it be Legado del Fantasma or whoever it is, they've got to start having matches against guys that aren't nada. They got- <laughs> that was great. That was on brand. Uh, <laughs> thoughts about Bronson Reed, though? I mean, there was a stare down backstage. Uh, do you think Swear Bronson Reed makes sense right now to get them on the map, or are you talking about specifically the tag team side of Hit Row? Uh, I we've seen Bronson Reed versus Swerve a few times already, if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so I think I may have seen a, a bit of that already. But it was a pre-hit row, though. A pre-hit row before he focused his mind and stuff. 
it, it was pre-hit row, but I feel like I want to see some some time before that happens. On the other end, Bronson Reed, uh, I don't know if he understands how wrestling works sometimes. Because <laughs> he's like, like Santos Escobar is like, I want a title shot. And he's like, I don't get it. I squashed him against the wall and against the guardrail. <laughs> Should I squash him against the TV? No, give him a title shot. That's what he's asking for. What are you talking about? That's that's how wrestling works. You don't just attack a guy and then My go. My God. <laughs> You're right, Jack. <laughs> I hate it. You're right. He's like, yeah, I squished him. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> That's not what he's asking uh, for at all. <laughs> what a booty. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely no, it, right. It would be fantastic if one of these times, like, uh, Bronson Reed was standing there and then Escobar tried to squash him but bounced off. <laughs> <laughs> he's found the cure. <laughs> uh, but I will say I got to give Bronson Reed some love for sneaking in a quick uh, windows to the wall reference um, in his mat or in his, in his uh, promo. You you said that, and I was like, oh, Jack, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, the fans love you. I hate this. It's, it's my birthday tomorrow, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, guys, let's let's try to be nice to Flobo this time, all right, everybody? I, I can't lose an everything tournament <laughs> and drink from gold. Let's, look. Um, let's talk about the tag team matchup as well. Robert Stone, Brand Kiss, Kamea, Blue Thing, and Aaliyah <laughs> against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, which to me was interesting because I kind of forgot that Io Shirai was a loner until she said, yeah, I don't have friends, but okay, Zoe, I'll wrestle with you. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't ask thoughts about the match, but like you said before, you alluded to before, it does seem that Robert Stonebrand is, you know, kind of fracturing, you know, kind of just wavering a bit. It's interesting. Yeah, they, they've had a tough win-loss record and a tough go at it. But it is, isn't that just classic employee talk when they think that, oh, we lose all the time. Must be our bar, our boss's fault instead of taking ownership themselves. Absolutely. Instead, that's what I do. Instead of saying, hey, maybe we need to get better. They're like, well, it's got to be Robert Stone. That's why we're losing. Come on. Take some ownership, you two. Quit blaming it on Robert Stone. To be fair, Robert Stone hasn't really turned anything favorable in over a year now. Remember, see Martinez was with them. So I I would be I'll be a little disgruntled. Why not? I don't know. They they seem to be on TV. They should be happy with that. I mean, well, it's not his job to win the matches. If it was his job to win the matches, he'd be the one in the ring. Look, but as a manager, your job is to get you the opportunities to put you on the pathway. Look at Indus Share, right? They were rolling Malcolm Bivens. They got a couple appearances, no matches booked, and they said bye bye. We're rolling with Jinder Mahal. Like they have an opportunity to move. Why not these ladies in this situation? I, all I can say is the grass is always greener. And once they change allegiances, once they start hanging out with Frankie Monet, sure, you know, it might seem different at first, but eventually they're still going to find themselves in the ring with Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. And then they're going to be telling themselves, was it really Robert Stone or was it us? They need to look within the Flobo. <laughs> well, the result was pretty much written on the wall. Uh, Io Shirai and Zoe gets to win. But what we saw was a bit of a showcase of our tag team division. Uh, the way, the female side in the art of Candice Array, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Shotzi and Ember show up. And, well, it looks like it's going to be a bit of free-for-all. With the Great American Bash on the horizon, who you got for the eventual tag team matchup? This was an incredible moment to me, just as a fan of NXT and the women's division. And you're looking at the tag women's tag team division. And we've seen how some other uh, times women's tag team divisions have struggled to get enough people there. And I was thinking, watching this, the women's tag team division of NXT could be the main division of any company on the planet right now. I agree. 
it's so stacked and it's so good. Uh, if we're looking at who's going to contend for the titles, I got to go Raquel uh, Dakota Kai. I mean, I'm never going to vote against those two. Those two are so good together, whether or not it's, uh, I mean, look, no disrespect to Dakota Kai, but Raquel Gonzalez, she could be a tag team champion on her own. She could be a triple crown champion on her own, but who's going to be the champions? I never look away from the way those two are a family. Those two are a unit. Those two are like one of those Pacific Rim robots where they link together mentally and just work together to crush the monsters in front of them. I got to go the way. Uh, Cabela saying that he's looking to see Zoe uh, in a singles run because she has been featured a lot in tag team matches. Do you see Zoe in the tag team division more or as a single competitor? Right now, I think what she's doing is smart because it, it is putting her shoulder to shoulder with one of the best wrestlers in the world right now, Io Shirai. I think if you're making a list of, you know, if everyone made a top 10 list, I think most people would put Io Shirai in their list or they're just not thinking clearly. So having her there and being next to someone like that is going to be great for Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark's great, though. I mean, she'll find a way to find a singles uh, lane for herself. But right now, and this is the biggest thing is you're getting onto a show like NXT where it is so stacked. It's finding a way to get out there. That's the biggest thing. And that's what Zoe Stark's doing. And I think that says a lot about how smart she is both backstage and in the ring. I'm agreeing with Lime here in the chat. He's a surprise Casey and Kane don't get more chances in the division. I think talent-wise, I agree. They should get more. They are one of the few and first bona fide tag teams. But if you were to watch NXT week to week and month to month, they haven't been on the best displays. They've improved in the ring. I'm not saying that they're, they're not as good. They're improving the ring. But when you look at their win-loss record, look at the way they've lost, you're kind of like, you'd have to reheat that. Make sure they have a little more momentum. Jack, thoughts about that? I think that right now, they're looking at the Robert Stone brand and saying, that's why you get Robert Stone. I think the reason that the Robert Stone brand team was out there is Robert Stone gave them that opportunity. I think if the roles were reversed, it might be uh, um, Aaliyah and um, uh, your girl, Jesse Kamea, um, who are backstage while Casey and Caden are in the ring. Hater. Um <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I got some burning questions, bro. I need your help with these things. These things I, I noticed when I was watching NXT this week. Maybe you can walk me through them. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. This week, the charging promo is at 40%. You excited, bro? I am, and I'm going to stick with my prediction. I haven't seen it out there very much, but I'm going to stick that I think it's Tegan Knox returning. Ooh. Two weeks in, thoughts on Joe, 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 Joe. I've never heard anyone say that they don't think Joe is great. I think Joe is great. I, I don't know if people say it out of fear or just intelligence, <laughs> but uh, it's Joe's great. I love what he was doing here. I love that he got involved in the tag team kerfuffle. Am I using that word properly? Yeah, yeah. Right, kerfuffle, yeah. Kerfuffle. <laughs> the, so I love that he got involved with that. I love that once again, he stared down Pete Dunn, and I like that he didn't let old Karen Cross get to him. Samoa Joe isn't an experiment at this point. Samoa Joe is just a tried and true law of nature. Speaking of Joe, is he and Pete Dunn going to have settle out, play hungry, hungry hippos? What's going on with them? That's almost the, if I was to have one critique of Joe, that'd be it. I want to see him fight everybody. 
I want to see him in the ring. I want Provoke to see, me. I want to see him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How great would that? I know we'll probably never see to this point. How great would Roman Reigns being like, acknowledge me and him being like, provoke me. <laughs> I would buy that shirt. I would buy the hell out of that shirt. Oh my God. The little God. logo on it? Yes, I would. Make it happen, y'all. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so fantastic. Chills. Uh, but yeah, I want to see him. I want to see him have that match with Karen Cross. I want to see him have that match with Pete Dunn. I want to see him have that match with everybody else on the roster just lining up. I think he he's so great. Samoa Joe has never let me down in any way, shape, or form. So I want him to have the match with Pete Dunn. I'm inclined to agree. I want to see Cross really open up. I, I've heard so much about what Cross can do in other promotions in the NXT space. I feel like he's in second gear. He's always stuck there. Uh, hopefully, we can see more of him in a matchup. I think Joe will want to do it. Uh, is Pete Dunn and Oni Lorca in the tag team or not? Like, what is their deal? I love them as a tag team today. I think they work great. I think right now, Pete Dunn has had a chance to sort of stand out on his own and make a name for himself. And he's got a look that stands out. Uh, Lorcan right now is still trying to find that way to stand out and find that lane for himself. And I think being next to Pete Dunn will help him get there. But also, I think they work together great. They have a great style, a great hard-hitting type of presence there. And if you're a tag team against them, it's a tough team because you don't know who you're going to isolate because either one of them will beat the brakes off of you. I can imagine Denny Burst looking at the window like, Oi! <laughs> what it's, about me, mate? <laughs> it's that Squidward meme where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the window. <laughs> Uh, the, how did LA Knight get so rich so fast? A true rags to riches tale, am I right? That's what happens when you win the million dollar championship, didn't you know? You are gifted a ton of money. Oh, I had no idea. That's how that's how it works, I guess. I don't know. Or he's got very high credit card limits. That's, that's oh, my... so it's not, it's not like when people walk in there and they just assume you're rich and they give you free stuff because you're rich. He's good for it. <laughs> that's probably what it is. That would actually be fantastic. <laughs> we found out that he was living on credit this whole time. <laughs> it's LA. Actually, that's very LA. Yeah. <laughs> LA night. I'm so broke. Yeah. Uh, is this just me or do you not believe that Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez will be friends in any other planet? No, that did not seem like a natural <laughs> pairing at all. But uh, yeah. I, I like where we're getting. I like that we're going to get Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez versus Xylee and Boa. But yeah, that did not feel like they, they do not eat lunch together. Yeah, guaranteed. I feel I feel like Jake's like, I'll help you. Mercedes is like, I got it. <laughs> you fine. <laughs> no, nah, like, you know, uh, yeah. and lastly, where the hell is Bobby Fish, bruh? That was what I was bummed out about. I want to see him more. He was one of my favorite parts of the Undisputed Era. I always called him the backbone. I always called him the, the mortar that held together the bricks. Uh, I hope he comes back. I hope he does something. Maybe he'll show up again at uh, Great American Bash. Maybe they're just kind of – maybe he's kind of waiting to see where the cards fall with the rest of the Undisputed Era to see where he makes his next move. But we hit that story bit already. He came back and he's like, all right, I got some things to do. Lost that match. Okay, it happens. And then disappeared. I mean, he came back and saw that Kyle O'Reilly was wearing a fedora. Maybe he was like, oh, maybe I'll keep waiting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird thing because like his, his meaning Kyle O'Reilly's theme song is on YouTube now, WWE Music, and the song is dope. But when I hear it come out, I'm like, that's not Kyle. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, he comes out jamming. It's like, I guess that's him. We guys think in the chat about Kyle O'Reilly's new look and presentation because Jack and I have been going back and forth on this, the things I like. Things I'm not too sure about, especially for Doros. You know, uh, let me know before we get out of here. Uh, and Cabello asked, "How much fish can Bobby fish fish? If Bobby fish can fry fish, Matt Riddle, that was peak Riddle, bro, which I appreciate. Appreciate it. 
Yeah. Uh, well, it's about time to get out of here, Jack. But before we do, it's that time for the MVP of NXT. That's that person or thing or tag team or general manager Regal who stuck out for you in the best way possible. I got? mean, it has to be Dragunov, right? Dragunov with that huge win against two big, burly opponents. Burly. And now he's getting another title shot. This is all about titles in wrestling and he just took probably the hardest path he took he put on hard mode when he played his game today but he still found a way to win and now it looks like he's getting a shot at the nxt uk title and if he wins which is a big if he could put himself in the position to do something incredibly historic yeah if <laughs> the operative word uh adam guys he's not feeling cool kyle i i'm on the fence I'm willing to give chances because I know I've been critical of the main event scene of NXT, namely Karrion Cross. But I, I do think I have. It's almost like the Apollo thing. And I'm actually I'm going on a tangent here before I answer my side. I'm, it's like the Apollo thing. Like I love Apollo. I love Raquel Gonzalez. I love Kyle O'Reilly. I may not necessarily like the presentations they have now, but then there's that fandom side of it. It's like, do the clothes make the man, or the man make the clothes? So I'm a bit more patient with Kyle. I think there'd be a lot more time for us to to make it work for them. But right now, I'm kind of like. Would I recommend that character to a friend? Would I talk to someone at a, on, on the phone if we still do that and say, this is a guy, his name is Colorado, check him out because, you know? Yeah, he, he, he strikes me, and not to go down the tangent too far, he just he strikes me as the guy that's been in a long-term relationship and broke up, and so he buys a bunch of new clothes he thinks is going to work really well for him to meet new girls. And you're like, eh, Triggered. That's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not your style. I bought a Leon Ruff shirt last month. It was great. Uh, so, ladies, I'm single. Hey! <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. Maybe maybe we just need to grow into it. I think Elliot in the chat uh, is saying uh, Kyle should just go for a hoodie and uh, jeans, like when he was in you know undisputed era. And uh, I agree. I think he was, he was cool. He doesn't need all the other stuff. Yeah, it's pure unfiltered Kyle. Uh, for me, my MVP was Wade Barrett. Even though Wade Barrett's been there for a while, I felt this week he stepped up, had a nice kind of jabs and barbs, remind me of Nigel, who was able to do a little bit of analysis and prep for some comedy in there, really underscore the action this week. I know he doesn't wrestle, but he may just one more time, one more match, one more match. Yeah, yeah hopefully. I love, I love him. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's at that time, we get out of here, man. It's over. We spent an hour and change, you know, a little late because Peacock was late. I'm going to probably get my first uh, donut for the birthday season, if you will. Oh, which kind are you getting? Oh, I'm into these buttermilk donuts now. They're like crispy mm. on the outside and like smooth on the inside. You got to check them out. Buttermilk donuts uh, at a place called Primo's Donuts here in Los Angeles. Check it out if you have a chance. I heard uh, Krispy Kreme has a Oreo donut that I want to try. Say less, fam. Road trip? Let's do it. Let's do it, yo. But we got to get out of here. DrapedGold.com. We're back here next Thursday for more NXT and NXT UK action. Learn more at DrapedInGold.com. But until that time, Jack Farmer, say the words. Do your best and be yourself.